What's going on, Mighty Warriors? I'd like to invite you to take a seat and listen up while I share some life experiences that can help you go from merely surviving to thriving. Welcome to Thriving in the Trenches. What's up, Warriors? Welcome to another episode of Thriving in the Trenches. I'm your host, Jonesy, and I want to start off by sharing a story about a lunch I had with a guy this week. He's new to the area in terms of being permanent, has visited plenty, but um, making the move down here. And while as part of that, he is looking to make new friends in the area. So he gave me a ring. We got together for lunch and just chit-chatted for a bit. It was pretty awesome. During lunchtime, uh, he was sharing with me one of the parts of the conversation. He was sharing with me about the different podcasts that he's listening to, recommended a few that I check out. And I have a podcast, so I shared with him that I was doing this. And he asked a few questions about it. It was like, okay, cool, you know, nothing too crazy. Well, today I ran into him and he shared with me that he had checked out the podcast. That by itself is awesome uh, because Again, I, I do this because I do believe that I have a voice and a message that people can benefit from. And when he shared with me, he told me that the message was good. It was it was relevant to him and it was pretty awesome, helped him out with some stuff. So that was huge. But the thing that I didn't see coming at all, which I thought was pretty awesome, is that this guy knows me personally and I'm just a single dad, working professional, follower of Christ. Uh, I'm just Jonesy, you know, and it's um, him listening to my podcast kind of empowered him to start pursuing one of his hobbies or one of his like kind of desires, I guess, and specifically of potentially starting a podcast himself. It just gave him the, the, I guess the belief that Hey, you know what? I don't have to be born into money or I don't have to be some big name or whatever. I'm not going to speak to what his kind of, I guess in this situation, limiting beliefs were, but by me doing what I do, it helped him to break past that. And, you know, whether he goes on to do it or not, that's his choice and it doesn't matter. But having that impact on somebody is, is something that I didn't foresee. And I think it's pretty awesome. So I guess the moral of the story of, of here is just to um, pursue what you want to pursue and know that if you're doing things with the right heart and the right intention, that it is going to impact people. And what's even more awesome, like I just said, is that it's, it's going to impact some people on a level that you never even imagined. It's going to do stuff that you didn't predict, that you weren't an- anticipating, and that really just, again, like I said, wasn't on my radar and yeah, get after it, go do what you want to do and just tell your story, live your life and, uh, let others benefit from it. All right. So changing gears here, shifting on to this week's topic. So last week or the last couple of weeks been talking about changing that inner dialogue and just kind of really choosing what's going on in our heads and and how to deal with that. And I want to continue on that theme by sharing a story of uh, a personal story of this p- previous week for me. So I have not been getting great sleep lately. And I should rephrase that. I haven't been getting enough sleep lately. 
And it's not that I have issues necessarily getting to bed, getting to sleep once I'm in bed. It's more that I have been kind of distracting myself with other things prior to going to sleep. And I think to, to date, today being excluded, I've been getting into my head about like, why can't I go to sleep and just trying to figure this stuff out and really overanalyzing it. Um, we'll come back to that in a second, but because of the lack of sleep and last night going to bed, like I'm, I'm still human. And while I do practice what I preach as I was laying down last night, just kind of had some, a, a rough challenge going on in my head and it wasn't anything that kept me up longer than normal, but it was enough that when I woke up this morning, I just felt kind of off. And my immediate response is like, what the heck's going on? Why this? Why that? Oh, what do I do? And it, it took me a few minutes to settle into the fact that like, okay, I just woke up feeling a certain way. And the moral of this whole statement right here and the rest of this podcast is that it's okay to not be okay. <laughs> and that's kind of the conclusion I had to come to. And once I did, and I just kind of sat with how I was feeling and accepted how I was feeling for a few minutes, I came to realize that it's not that I'm not okay today. Like I'm, I, and when I say not okay, the connotation that I'm personally applying to that, meaning like I'm, I'm having a bad day or today is just rough, you know? And the reality of it is like, yes, I was tired, but it wasn't a bad day, but it also wasn't a good day. It was just a day that I, I'm just here. I'm just okay. And that's all right. <laughs> we don't have to live in these peaks and valleys all the time and peaks being heightened positive emotions and valleys being heightened negative emotions. Um, in fact, I truly believe that constantly living in either one of those spectrums or fluctuating between the two is an unhealthy place to be. And just based on my life, where I've been for years and years prior to commencing like kind of my own personal rebuild, I was living in the extremes all the time. And so when things were just kind of flat, just kind of normal, it felt abnormal. It was like, oh, whoa, something is going on. And it it freaked me out. So I had to create some kind of problem or create some kind of like extreme stimulus. And, you know, neither one of those are very beneficial. Um, again, as I've talked about in the past, for me, like a lot of times that would be either alcohol or women or a combination of the two or start a fight with whoever I'm dating at the time. Uh, I didn't intentionally start those fights or like it wasn't a mission to do that. But based on the internal programming I had, like kind of that default programming, there needs to be a high level of emotion. And I'm not getting a high level of positive emotions or lighter emotions. So my subconscious would run the script to start start some stuff with people, you know? Uh, so anyway, I, I guess that brings me to my first point is that, you know, aside from it's, it's okay to not be okay. When we, when we find ourselves kind of in a slump or a rut, I think people in general, specifically men, we try to think our way through it. And the next thing you know, we're going around in circles and spiraling and trying to assign meaning to things that may not even have meaning 
or assign, assign incorrect meaning to things. And meaning, <laughs> I'm using that word quite a bit, but what I mean by assigning incorrect meaning to things is maybe, you know, my daughter's woke up and she kind of looked at me funny. And now it's like, oh, you know, and this is again, like my own old thought process, but she's acting like that because I'm such a jerk and I, I yell at her all the time or I'm just a bad dad, blah, blah, blah. And like start feeding myself all these lies basically. And that all stems from me trying to reason through it. Me trying to be so logical and, and think like, I'm going to figure this out. When again, the reality is I just need to sit with it for a minute, sit with whatever I'm feeling, accept what I'm feeling, accept that I'm a human being and emotions come up, things come up. Days can be challenging, but a challenging day isn't necessarily a bad day. It's not necessarily a good day. It's just a challenging day. And learning to accept that and be okay with that has really been a game changer. And even today specifically was a game changer for me. Um, so yeah, that's, that's that point is we, we can't reason our minds through it first. We can't try to figure out the problem and then it'll be good. The next thing is that we can't wait until we've figured it out or until we're feeling better to try to take action. Because here's the thing, it's, it's like there's stories of people that win the lottery and they're living this crazy high life, balling out of control for a little while. And then inevitably they go back to being broke or whatever their financial status was before, but they, they fall back down and in most cases doing worse than they were before. And this is me hypothesizing, but it's probably, or in my mind, it's because they got a taste of what it's like to to have all this money and all this these this financial resource and then to lose that it's like oh now i know what i'm missing when before it was just kind of a a good idea or a pipe dream or whatever but anyway this happens because they have i don't want to say poor financial habits but <laughs> possibly poor financial habits there. They don't know how to have a lot of money, which is why they don't have a lot of money. And as a result, they, they practice the same spending habits and again, falling under all the same beliefs they had before. And they just blow through that money and end up right back where they were. Well, it's, it's the same that if we wait to feel better before we take action, we're probably not going to take action because we're, we're practicing the same beliefs. We're believing the same, the same lies, the, the same limiting beliefs, the same ceilings are there. And by chance we get out of the situation that we're feeling like, for instance, I wake up tomorrow and I'm not having a bad day anymore and I didn't change anything. Inevitably I'm going to fall back into that same bad day feeling because I haven't taken any action in the stimulus to, to change is no longer present, meaning the pain isn't there. So I'm not going to do anything to get out of pain that isn't there. And so what we need to do is in the midst of those moments, have a game plan, gather resources and take action. Then do the things that you don't feel like doing, take the steps that you don't feel like taking and get yourself out of that hole which is what I had to do today is 
while I was feeling kind of just flat, which at the time I recognized more as like, oh, I'm just off. I'm having a bad day. But it's like, okay, what do I need to do moving forward? How do I prevent this? A, get to sleep on time. And so I immediately just made a commitment to myself like, hey, at this time, after this time for me, it's like 8.30, 9 o'clock. I'm not watching TV anymore. Like TV goes off. I got to be productive some other way. I also today took steps to commit to for 30 days of just not getting caught up on these silly little phone games that I play. Um, not like calling people phone games, but you know, just all these distracting apps that we have and thinking about, okay, what time am I going to bed tonight? Not what time do I want to try to get to bed? What time do I hope I get to bed? What time am I going to bed tonight? And again, it's in the midst of those, that, that, that kind of crummy feeling that I started putting these things into motion. Obviously I couldn't fast forward and go to sleep and whatnot, but it, like making those commitments, coming up with a game plan. So I had to take action before I started feeling good. And the rest is, as I said earlier, you know, just accepting how I was feeling and not trying to reason through it. Uh, but yeah, I think so again, the, the main, and I kind of messed up in my numbering earlier, but the, the three takeaways that I'm presenting in this episode is that one, it's okay to not be okay. And with that, it's okay to not constantly be extreme experiencing extreme highs and extreme lows, that flat area where, you know, you're just being and you're able to enjoy things that come up that are enjoyable and you're not, at least for me, I'm not getting sucked down into negative thoughts or just beating myself up about things or even being grumpy all day and moping around like I'm having a bad day. Like if, if I'm not doing those things and I'm in that mid range, that's okay. Number two is that I can't just get in my head and try to reason my way through it. Because again, that stinking thinking is still present there. And I know for me personally, getting in my head and trying to figure it out is going to run me down a rabbit hole that's going to make me feel worse. And a little sidebar on that one is that when we are continually rehearsing the story in our mind or telling others about why we're having a bad day and assigning meaning again to all these different things. And it's because of X and because of Y and blah, blah, blah. Every time that we're telling that story again, our brains are reliving those same emotions and those same feelings. So we're actually keeping ourselves locked in that state. And again, even if I'm not talking out loud, I'm just in my head thinking about it. I'm going back to the, the original insult, the original thing or the original feeling that I had. And so at that point, I'm choosing to keep myself in it. And number three is that I can't wait until I'm feeling great to take action. Again, at that point, you're probably not going to take action. And either way, if you take action at that point, it, it's, it's, not, it's bound to not stick, to not be real, because again, the stimulus just isn't there. So yeah. That's what I got for this week. Um, I hope that helps you folks out. And I hope you all have a great week. Love you. Peace. 
Hope you folks have a great week and know that as you sit right here, right now, that you are enough. You have inherent value that cannot be taken from you. You are loved, you are appreciated, and no matter what you do, it will not take away from the amazing person that you are. That's all I got. Have a great week.